Stanley Cup is, is over now. Oh, really? They finished playing the hockeys? Yeah. Yay. Blackhawks. Oh, Chicago won. Again. Well, that's three in six years, as we know. Mm-hmm. Is that a legacy? Is that a, is that a dynasty? Yes, except for the fact that Patrick the Kane... of a dynasty? Patrick Kane is a tool bag, and I do not much care for him. So, therefore, I am not excited about Chicago. No, I'm excited for the people of Chicago. They deserve something. Do you not like Patrick Kane because he doesn't play on your team? Or Probably. Yeah. When he, when he signs with the Red Wings for his last three years, I'm going to be the biggest Patrick Kane fan. Same way I was with Brett Hull when he came over back in the 90s. He played for the Stars in Dallas, and I did not like him, and I did not like him. And he came to Detroit, and I was like, this man is a living god. <laughs> That's so what happens, right? have no scruples. Uh, I like my teams, Brent. Yeah, okay. He's That's on your up. team then, and then, then you have to like them. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I've had to like, uh, what, in theory, Allen Iverson for the Pistons, Jose Valverde for the Tigers. Ooh. I mean, you know, you got you got a tool from Titus Young. I had to have Titus Young's back for well, for a little while with the Lions when he was a mess. So, you know, you well, got to... at least likes pizza. No, no, that's um, Nate Burleson. Well, he at least likes pizza. That doesn't even make sense. Titus Young likes jail. Nate Burleson likes pizza. That's a fact. Yeah. Although, I don't know if Titus Young likes jail, but his actions... He must! He keeps going back there! Sure seem to be dictating that he does. <laughs> Gracious. But congratulations to the people of Chicago, the Chicago Blackhawks, and all their community and families. You're still Cubs fans, guys. <laughs> or White Sox fans. That's yeah. much... Oh. oh. Brighter future, though. Cubs or White Sox right now? Cubs. Cubs. Yeah. Although the White Sox have at least won a championship in all our lifetimes. That's true. So. And they have Chris Sale. Chris Sale. They don't have Chris Sabo. Chris Sale and Abreu. Other than that, eh, not much going on there. Until Abreu gets cracked for uh, illegals. You think? I, I got a feeling. Hmm. Nobody comes in as a rookie and does well, that. He was being mentored by Miggy, so. Oh, well, then um, he must be clean. <laughs> hey, everybody. And welcome it back. This is episode 98 of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And there's a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Yeah, we got the, I mean, we don't talk a lot of hockey on this show, but we at least got to at least rep for them, right? Yeah. I mean, if the Kings would have been in there, we would have been, or the Red Wings, we would have been all over it. We would have been talking about the Red Wings had the Red uh, Wings been playing it, unfortunately. Yeah. Yee. We lost to Tampa Bay, who then lost to Chicago. So at least we were not the worst of all the hockey teams this year. Mm. You lose to the team that loses to the team that loses to the mm. team. Follow, follow the chain of command. Yeah, I think that almost does make... Didn't they lose to them in the first round of the playoffs? That's right. So they lost Tampa Bay... Chicago beat that makes Tampa us, Bay. You realize that makes us the third best team in no, hockey. Chicago That's beat it. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay beat some other team. Uh, oh, and then they beat you in the first round. I think that makes you the worst team in the playoffs. No, no, no. You'd have to be the team that lost to 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 Tampa Bay. Okay, then you're in the top... Bottom 12. Definitely in the bottom <laughs> 12 of the playoff teams. <laughs> what is happening? I like to think that makes us the third best team. I don't think it works that way. Because Tampa Bay was the second best team, and we've just barely lost to them. How are you guys enjoying your bronze medals? Do you <laughs> uh, they, they feel good <laughs> yeah, around my neck. Little tiny Stanley Cups. I'm wearing them right now. You can't even tell. It's under my jacket. Gracious. We got a lot of Game of Thrones episode 10 has happened. Game of Thrones. Lots of stuff happened, Mr. Brent. Uh, I counted at least... Like, if you're somebody that wanted to spoil things in Game of Thrones, you could spoil at least seven huge things. Seven was the going number for spoilers, yeah. Uh, Thankfully, I was able to watch it before anything got spoiled for me, and oh my goodness, what an ending. I did my best, Ray, to spoil it for you, but... No, you didn't. I didn't do my best. You just texted me, Glenn, with crying faces. (laughs) And then, like, that's not, that's Walking Dead. That's not even the same show. Yeah, I heard what's going to happen in the first episode of the next season of Walking Dead. Yeah, and we also have the NBA Finals, of course, and LeBron uh, getting his wiener flashed everywhere. 
I did not see that, but uh, I'm and I'm glad. I may have I watched didn't. the vine on loop a few times. Uh, that I have, might have happened. I have a problem. So maybe that's why he's getting his uh, butt, butt handed, handed to him. him. Yeah, you, know, you should pull your pants down. You might get your butt handed to you. I mean, that you know what? Legit. Yeah, that happens. Uh, in addition, the St. Louis Cardinals, the best team in baseball. Yeah, clearly, clearly the best team in baseball. They are. Um, I'll tell you what. They are so dominant now that they are reminding me of. Uh, of a f- certain football team that is also very dominant. Oh, interesting. Well, we yeah. can talk about that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, let's just hop into it. Let's start with a little NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it after three seconds of... Tina Turner. Golden Eye, I found his weakness. Golden Eye, you'll do what I please. Here's what's funny I find about the NBA Finals, Ray, because you've been saying that it was not, no one was excited, and it was boring finals. Correct. Uh, I believe that it was going to be a boring finals. Okay, you thought it was going to be a boring finals. That's what you predicted. You also predicted Cleveland would win. Well, my buddy, Brett, uh, who's a big Royals fan. Sorry uh, to hear that. We all make mistakes in this life. Yeah, well. (laughs) I'm okay with that. Uh, I bet you are. His sister, not big into sports at all. Yeah. Uh, She lives in Arizona, and he calls her the other night, and she goes, and she knows he's big into sports, and he hasn't been watching the NBA finals at all. He calls her up. Yeah, nobody is. And she goes, she goes, don't tell me the score. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? The basketball game. What basketball game? Golden State. Don't tell me. We're all watching. I'm, I'm fast forwarding through. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I was at the grocery store uh, right before game six. I was, uh, you know, buying some essentials for home. And uh, the cashier just looks at me and she just goes, so you're going to go home and watch the finals game right now? Mm-hmm. Like, people are talking about yeah. it, clearly. I mean, that is a thing. I think the deal is. You weren't excited about the NBA this year, so you didn't really watch any of it. I just think their product is, is subpar this year. And I, and I honestly – and there's a lot of things we were talking about just off the air a moment ago. So, for example, the you were mentioning the stat. The Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. have more wins. Uh, they have the third most wins in NBA history. Third most wins uh, counting playoffs and regular yeah. season together. And I would argue that that Golden State Warriors team is definitely not the third best team in NBA history. It doesn't rank in the top well, 25 teams in NBA history. I don't know. I Look at what they did, though. I mean, I don't know. I'd have to look back and see, but I I don't think I could find many teams that didn't lose three in a row at some point during the season. I mean, that's pretty crazy. It, that's fantastic. But I guess my argument is this is not a great greatest of NBA history team. Therefore, they put up the third most wins in NBA history. I would argue that that's because the the quality of the product of the NBA is so watered down I, and so weak right now that, it, that, that a slightly above average team uh, or a good team, give them credit, can absolutely go through and dominate this entire league right now. I will say that the East I thought was pretty weak. Oh, they were okay. terrible. Yeah, but the but the West I thought was an absolute gauntlet. I mean, we were even talking before the playoffs. We thought their you the, said the teams the, would be pretty good. You yeah. said the number seven seed uh, could make the Spurs finals. Yeah, could still make the finals. That, true. I mean, that's pretty deep. It's and, deep, but I think it's deep. But I don't think said, that there's any you big said standouts. You said who's going to beat? You said yes. Who's going to beat? The Spurs, right? Even though it's a seven seed, I said uh, Golden State. I said the Clippers, and I was I was right about one of them. <laughs> well, they only played one of them, so well, that's true. I give you full credit yeah. on that one. <laughs> okay, why not? Uh, you're right, though. I gave the Spurs probably way too much credit based on the fact they are defending champions, and I thought they had more in the tank than they clearly did. But they still they I, still almost beat the Clippers. They still, but they they were playing really well at the end of the season. I think that. I I still think that West was really tough this year. There's a lot of good teams. I think the West has been definitely tougher in yeah. the last ten um, years. And Atlanta had the best record in the East, and that's they won about like they, nine or ten games. Yeah. Well, no, they they won 
Yeah, and you know, Golden State won the West by you know how many ga- the games they won the West by this year? Know, five, eleven, eleven. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, they had again great record this year, and I think the reason that people are excited one, Golden State hasn't had it was kind of the same forty years. Yeah, like the Royals, twenty nine years last year they hadn't, and so they make it to the finals, and people are excited. Two, the style that they play. They are run and gun. Like, what you hate about the NBA right now, Ray, is that it's just a, okay, clear everyone out. I'm going to back him down to the basket and shoot a, a fadeaway. That's what you hate about it. Because there's that, no ball movement. No, that's 80s basketball. That's 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 also Cleveland Cavaliers basketball. That's what I'm saying. That's what you hate about I it. I didn't like it, but I also didn't. I, I think, think it's weird to watch a team get a three-on-one fast break and then kick it out to an th- open three-point shooter, and on a three-to-one fast break, going for a three-point shot. I just but think that's Golden bizarre. S- State, and then they'll hit it. But Golden State doesn't usually do that. They had a bunch of dunks on fast breaks. But they their thing is they'll, they were they'll, pulling back for a lot of threes, were, though. Well, but a Steph, lot of threes. Steph Curry... You know, they they made the most threes ever in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, I, I know. 98 threes. That's what I'm saying. Like, they kicked back to a lot of threes when maybe that wasn't even the best play. Oh, when you shoot 40% from three, I think you, you can go should. ahead and go for it. Yeah, why <laughs> yeah. not? Anyway, uh, we had, uh, you know, I, well, it was kind of anticlimactic the game last night. Golden State kind of ran out ahead of them, and then it got a little close at the very end. You knew it was going to, though. Yeah. LeBron's not just going to you know kick over well, and die. But it was like J.R. Smith doesn't make anything the whole game, and then like last two minutes just starts. He makes a couple threes where he actually is open, and then he throws up one where he's like covered by three guys. Like, everyone else is open, J.R. Here's the argument I would say. Based on what you saw in the finals, yeah. if the Cleveland Cavaliers had a perfectly healthy Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love don't they dominate that series and just absolutely run through them? I don't know because I don't think Kevin Love was playing that well anyway. Kyrie Irving, I give you something there, maybe. But but I would say that they weren't that competitive in the series. They won an overtime game, and then once they got up 2-1, they kind of got their butts handed to them three times. yeah. So with Kyrie Irving, would it have been more competitive? Yeah, I don't know who would have won. I mean, look, LeBron is a warrior. Uh, I really don't like how he acts. Well, no, Stephen Curry is a warrior. LeBron's a cavalier. (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, Ray, I'm breaking breaking news right breaking now. Breaking news. LeBron has decided to join. The, I'm take taking, his talents to Oakland. I'm taking. I have an exclusive with LeBron James, and he just <laughs> confided to me he's taking his talents to Oakland. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> breaking news here first on the Raisin Bread. He likes show. to be a winner. Oh boy, that's very. What exciting. do you think about LeBron last night? Kind of saying that, um, and you know, obviously he was very kind of emotional after the game. He said that you know what I'm kind of been wondering. Like, whether it's better just to get knocked out in the first round because it's like it's so heartbreaking to lose in the finals. Well, here's a guy who's made the finals well, like five years in a row now. Yeah, six and times. And he's won six times overall, five times in a row, and he's only won two of them. Yeah. And you could argue that if Ray Allen doesn't hit a shot for the Miami Heat, they lose another one based on a miracle shot to win the title. So LeBron has really only earned one of six titles. Yeah. That's probably unfair to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Well, and you know, I feel really good for Andre Iguodala. I mean that guy was laboring. I mean he was like the he was the Kevin Love yep. of Philadelphia for a, for a while, right? Oh he yeah, was in a on a really bad team, asked but to he be was, everything. Had to asked to be everything, and then he finally gets to asked to get asked to uh, come off the bench the entire year, and then what game? He starts the last three games of the finals and yeah. they win all three games. Yeah, Steve Kerr, man, with the adjustments, just give it to AI. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely. And what do you think about the people saying LeBron James should have deserved the MVP despite losing a six-game series? No, I think that's ridiculous. I mean, maybe Donald Trump deserves to be president more than LeBron James deserves to be MVP. Okay, take it easy. <laughs> take, that's all I'm saying. Take it easy now. 
<laughs> At least LeBron James did a bunch of stuff in the series. But I would say that in the fourth quarters, he was kind of he he was gassed. I mean, not his fault. He had to play the whole time, but you know. But that was his job to play the whole the time. Thing. I mean, you how can you be the most valuable player when you lost four out of the six games? Yeah, had had it gone seven games, I think maybe I could make a, maybe a reasonable argument. And the vote was still close. <laughs> it was, it was seven. I couldn't believe Steph Curry didn't get one vote. Um, I, all the heat was on Andre Iguodala for coming in and kind of being the factor, you know, especially after Stephen Curry had a couple of bust games, although he had a couple of great games too, you know, yeah, but he wasn't always there. He was great in the last three games that they all, they won all three. I think they were all pretty great in the last three games. They won all three. Uh, yeah. Just saying. Anyway. But speaking of, you said LeBron was very disappointed after the game. Not as disappointed as I was <laughs> as I picked the, uh, we bet on air. Yeah, that I thought Cleveland was going to win that series. I just, mm-hmm. even though I knew Golden State was the better team, I just, and my conspiracy, I'm telling you, it was that uh, this has been set up for three or four years now that Cleveland is supposed to win the title this year, and then as it's going on, the wheels fell off the wagon, and then the wagon caught fire, and LeBron no. still almost got across the finish line. I think, I think now you have to admit that the NBA is completely on the up and up, right? I don't know that that's the <laughs> the Lakers just got the number two pick. Uh, what was well, it? The they, Knicks? Were the, they were the third worst team. Okay, the second, third, and fourth picks went to the Lakers, the Celtics, and the the Knicks. Wow. I'm sorry, the 76ers and the Knicks. All favored teams. I'm just saying. There it is. Yes, they were favored to do it, but how many times have we seen Cleveland with one magic ball gets the number one overall pick? Oh, shocker. Three years in a row. Well, Ray, I mean, I'm sorry that you lost the bet. And No, you're uh... not. Not even a little bit. Stop it. <laughs> And as soon as I get a chance, I'm going to give you the uh, the picture that I want you to put up on your Facebook and Twitter accounts. Don't don't even be coy right now. I've seen the picture. It's already up. Now, then you put that up yourself. You're clearly an Eric Hosmer fan. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. I'm just a huge fan of Hosmer yeah. being the... God dang it. I hate you. Uh, so <laughs> I've lost it up, about, guys. Yeah. We'll have to post it on our... Uh, you got to post it on the Raisin Brent. We'll, we'll uh, post the pics on the Raisin Brent yeah. uh, uh, Facebook page so you can see that. Uh, the amazing. new cover pic and the new profile pic for my personal Facebook Guys, I page. made the meme myself. So, you know, if you really love it, uh, contact me at Scoops Pope, and I can make you memes also for a fair price for a for, for me fair market value <laughs> for a great meme maker like Brent here. Uh, my only th- final thought on the series mm-hmm. was: It weird that Cleveland was absolutely getting it done until they showed LeBron's Wang on the air. Wasn't I, that the turning point I, in the I series? I totally missed that thing during the game, and then I saw a I saw a thing on Twitter that said hashtag LeBron's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I here's the deal. I didn't see the game where it happened. I was at work at the time, but I come home and I just see somebody had posted a vine of just on seven second loop of LeBron. I'm so glad I missed that wiener. exact moment. I mean, good for him. First off, I mean, he must be very proud. <laughs> Fake. <laughs> Fake. He's wearing a Wizenator. What is happening right now? Was that Ontario Smith? That was Ontario Smith for the wow. Minnesota Vikings. Busted for the fake wee wee drug test beater. Um, yeah, but I could just say maybe he just felt a little bit like embarrassed afterwards. He wasn't as focused during the game. He's constantly spending every minute wondering to himself, hey man, when are they going to upskirt me? <laughs> I'm just asking the question. Shame on you, NBA television. Why am I watching it now? I, uh, why did Jeez. you just turn it on? All right, I want to see it too. Yeah, that was it. So uh, I would just like to say right now, that was the entire turning point of the series. Did you know that this season, you because you claimed that this would be the, the lowest rated finals I didn't think it would have. The, well, I was wrong when I said it, and I realized that in hindsight. 
But yeah. what were the ratings for this series? They were the highest since <laughs> Jordan's last title in 1998. Wow. wow. So, they said... I don't know if that goes to uh, the fact that this one was so exciting or that it has been kind of... Like, the Spurs, when they win, is kind of boring. I was going to say, it's also one that didn't involve the Spurs. Yeah. Which is, you know, half of them. Right. Um, I would say people want to see LeBron. People want to see Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson. I-, I could see why people tuned in for this series and were genuinely excited about it. You know, I, I just thought. Now, it, what do you think next yes. year? The Vegas says that. The, did you see who Vegas says the uh, favorite I, I is for next that, year? No. Cleveland Cavaliers. Shocker! How are they going to do that? I don't without know Kevin why. Love, I mean, though. I yeah. still think they have. How like, they, you don't know why they play in the East, so they're already going to be in the finals. Guess, Pencil them in I right guess now. You know somebody's going to be in the finals. That gives you a, gives a, leg you a 50 up. 50 shot right there, and they got to figure they're not going to become you know uh, as a walking mash unit. Do, 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 do. Okay. So anyway, there's your NBA Finals wrap-up. Congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. And NBA, me! And Brent. And me! Uh, I just feel oh, shame. I'm so happy. Shame right now. <laughs> I think that's the point of a shame bet, right? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. We'll be right back to talk a little bit of uh, St. Louis Cardinals after three seconds of... Neil Young. Keep me searching St. Louis Cardinals, the most upstanding organization that does things the right way. With baseball's best fans in tow, we have not seen a successful organization. Why are you, why are you saying this? What are you talking about, Brent? They're an upstanding I, I example. Because I know you hate their uh, supposed best fans in the Major League Baseball. What are you talking about? They're what the best said? fans in baseball. Everybody knows that. I would they're the most knowledgeable, they're... the most uh, uh, energetically positive. Would you also say that they are... The organization is a bunch of hacks. Ouch! Yes, it dropped this morning as we record this. The FBI is infiltrating, investigating the St. Louis Cardinals organization for internet crap. Like I don't really know exactly what the official term for it is, but basically there was hacking involved. Uh, according to the article I've been reading about this, uh, vengeful front office employees uh, were mad at Jeffrey Ludnow the Astros general manager who was there until 2011. So thank you, Huffington Post, for that little blurb. Mm-hmm. So I'm not totally plagiarizing it. Uh, yeah, so they did this, Brent. How could how could such a golden boy organization as the St. Louis Cardinals be so dirty? Honestly, I you know, uh, I'm not a Cardinals fan. I don't dislike the Cardinals, really. I mean, they're well, the, the best other... team in Missouri. Everybody knows well, that. Right now, they have the best record. I'll say that. They were not in the World Series last year, and when we played them in the World Series, they did not win. In 1985, anyway, that's right. these teams are clearly the same. And clearly the same. Thank you, Ray. I'm glad you agree with me. Glad we're on the same uh, page. But I, I wouldn't expect this from their organization, to be honest with you. But uh, honestly, I wouldn't expect it from any baseball organization. It doesn't seem like baseball is such an old-school sport. The, the thing that we're talking about, internet, espionage. <laughs> what sport would you, you know... I would associate that with the NFL. NFL. I associate maybe, with the Patriots. Maybe FIFA. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, the, I don't think the teams are dirty in FIFA. It's the organizations. That, that's what I'm saying. This yeah. is the organization. That's just weird, though, about how like they were they, they were hacking into Houston. The Houston Astros were the team that got hacked. Houston, you first have place, a problem. Yeah. First place, Houston Astros. But one has to imagine nobody thought they'd be a first place organization when this hacking was going on. No. So it was just like some kind of personal vendetta against it's somebody? A personal grudge. What do they just like hack into their network and then replace all the screensavers with like a big picture of a butt? They're, they're not even like, in what the, is that? They're not even in the same league anymore. They don't even ca- Why do you care? Like, I understand people are people and emotions are emotions and vengeance is vengeance. People but are people. I learned that from. Uh... 
I learned that from Depeche Mode. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Personal Jesus. Yeah. Reach out people and touch earth. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, Ray. People are people, so why should it be you and I should treat each other so awfully? Yeah, I mean, uh, who who would hack the internet of the other person and maybe replace their Facebook mm. profile and uh, <laughs> cover photos with whatever they want? I have no idea. I don't know what we're talking about right now. Um, well, to be fair, as I, as I record this, I really do hope I don't know what we're talking about yeah, right now. Right. Oh, dear. So uh, so how does this compare to the Spygate and the uh, New England Patriots? Oh, well, the Patriots, that are, whole deal. the Patriots are just champions. <laughs> well, the Cardinals are champions, too. <laughs> Well, I th- I still think Spygate is worse than this because that was kind of this seems like it's just some kind of personal vendetta to it's Don't some- you punch up though? Like it's the, it's the Astros. Like th- wouldn't you go after a team like the uh you know, great team like the Detroit Tigers so you're or something? saying that he's just like putting like Superman's halfway in the ground already and you just yeah. punching him into the ground punching one more him time. into the ground. Yeah. That horse is already dead and you keep yeah. hitting it with the wiffle bat. Yeah. I just don't understand like what they're doing right now. It doesn't make sense to me. And I do think I mean more more will come out on this. I'm sure this will be an escalating ongoing topic of conversation that will yield many comedy nuggets of gold. Mm-hmm. The report just came out a few hours ago. Uh, however, Shame on you, Cardinals. That's right. But shame on the press. You know what they're calling this? What? Cardinals Gate. What? Yeah. Can't get anything better than that? Yeah, that's my whole point. Like, there are so many things you could call it right now. Um, the show me gate. Show me gate. Because you're being shown. That oh, the, yeah. I mean, there's all okay. kinds of the Cardinals Gate is maybe is the laziest thing ever. Yeah. You can't just put the word gate after something and then just call it a scandal. I am t- I, you know what? I think we've jumped the shark on naming our scandals gate. Yeah. You think other countries they don't call it things gate because they didn't have water. They didn't have Watergate, and then there was a, a, a gosh, what are the other gates of our lifetime? Deflate Gate. I mean, come on now, Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. The cult <laughs> somehow. In fact, the Hale Bob Comet factors into Antonio this. Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates. I mean, that's not even his name. That was like that's a real name, Gates. Going back to um, Star Trek: The Next Generation, uh, Doctor Beverly Crusher Gates McFadden, yeah. very, Wayne, very scandalous. John Wayne Gates, see? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, no doubts. Open the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a scandalous song. Yep. This is very stupid. In any case, that's the part that's maybe the most galling to me. I don't even care that the Cardinals did that. Like, I have a feeling that if we knew a tenth of all the shady business that went on in pro sports that we love so much. We would hate pro sports. Yeah, the, the fact that the cheating must be so rampant and all the little edges that people are going. These are the most competitive people in the world try, they were getting paid a lot of money to only win. So they're going to do everything they can to get that edge so that they can win because all their skill levels are roughly the same. Yeah, I mean... Is this another one of those things where we talked about, I think, last week? It's like, oh, uh, I love the sausage, but I don't want to... Is this one another one of them? Is this another one of those situations where, oh, I love to eat hot dogs, don't want to see them getting made? You don't need to go to the factory. You don't need to go to the slaughterhouse. Let's just enjoy the product, right? But all of a sudden, like a thing like this, the FBI is involved. That's big-time stuff right there. The Federal Bureau of Investigation? Oh, I, was, I thought it was the Federal Booty. Inspectors. Inspectors. Oh, yeah. that's just those shirts that they make. Well, they grab my butt. Yeah, you're not supposed to let them do that, Ray. But he, he had a shirt. <sighs> I assumed it was a government organization. Yeah. Oh, boy. We need to talk off air. Yeah, I guess. That. Goodness. Did you also give money to that prince in Nigeria? Yeah. I'm still waiting on the check to clear, though. He says he's got like $200 million in an offshore account I'm waiting sure for me. I'm sure it's going to come any day now. Yeah. Uh, you, we should probably hear it, but 
end of the segment so you can get I, home and check I, your mail. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to be rich one way or the other, so it really doesn't matter. My time is going to be... The sooner you get it, the sooner you have to start paying taxes on it. Thank you. Yeah. I Thanks, not, Obama. I might not even cash it until January 1st just to give myself that extra year. Right. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, does this, does this change your opinion on the St. Louis Cardinals? Or It doesn't even seem like it's done for like any purpose other than I, to I mess with a guy. I want to see how everything comes out. Uh, it doesn't look good for them. It I doesn't think look that, good. The guy needs to go, whoever it is. Well, the FBI doesn't mess around. So, I mean, if the FBI is involved, something's happening. Mm-hmm. Those dudes are going to be in big trouble. You know who does mess around? Female body inspectors. That FBI. They. Well, yeah. Why, why are they grabbing me? I just don't understand what happened, Brian. I feel shame. Oh, boy. Well, we'll be right back to speaking of feeling shame. We'll be right back to talk a little Game of Thrones after <laughs> three seconds of... Burl Ives. Silver and gold. Silver and gold. Everyone wishes for silver and gold. Ba-da-da. Game of Thrones, episode 10. A dramatic retelling by Brenton Ray. <laughs> Boop. You ever get those books where you have to like they, they play the little sound and then you have to turn the page? Yes. The <laughs> turtle. Boop. Tyrion was sitting in the room with the other two gentlemen. Boop. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, Game of Thrones, you know, one or two things happened. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> what an end. Usually, episode nine is where all the poop happens. They switched it ep- up on us. Episode ten is where they sort of just, like, level the playing field, get ready for next season. That is not uh, at all what happened here. A bunch of cliffhangers and a bunch of chopped-off head hangers, too. Lots of uh, lots of people getting getting run. Yep. Right off the show. There was a little bit of uh, justice going on. Some sweet, sweet justice? Some... Sweet, sweet, sweet justice. And there was a, also some <laughs> the opposite of sweet, sweet justice. Oh, my goodness. As we've been accustomed to on Game of Thrones. Why, you know, at the very end, and I won't say it yet, but when the very end thing happened to end the episode, I'm just sitting there literally with my ha- head in my hands, just being like, what is happening? And my wife, Melissa, turns to me and goes, how are you still surprised at Game of Thrones when crazy things happen? They happen all the time. How are you not prepared for this? And I'm like, but. Where? So let me start off the episode recap. I just talking about we nailed it. We got a plot point 100% right. Oh, Stannis? Stannis headed south to Winterfell, even though he burned his yeah, child. Like, ah, he's going to lose everything. Yeah, his wife kills herself. Melisandre just bails the morning of the attack. What do you make of that? Do you, do you think that... Because she's so based on like, well, you don't. You have to have faith in the in the Lord. Oh, yeah. The light. She's and a hypocrite. Then, and then when he was... No, but when he kind of showed that he wasn't all in he was having regrets about it that maybe she thought the lord of the light would not do what it promised not at all i think what happened is she's a total hypocrite she knew that this is about when she heard that half the men half the mercenaries half his army had just bailed in the night without even leaving a postcard or forwarding address she was just like i don't feel like dying today because either i'm gonna join the army and get whacked going to winterfell or Stannis is going to whack me himself when things start going bad. Yeah, you know, it seemed like Stannis still thought he had enough people to take no, Winterfell. He didn't. No, he didn't. Uh, and then when when you saw all the people coming out, you know, it was like, oh, this just looks like a, a reenactment of Custer's Last Stand. Yes, it does. <laughs> it says, we'll begin the siege in the morning. Nuh-uh. No. Uh, no, we won't. <laughs> 
And then 10 million horses pile up out of Winterfell. Yeah, we're all walking, and these guys are all on horses now. Which is weird, because the walkers did really, really well in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. The White Walkers. The White Walkers, and know. then the Stannis' walkers, not those, so well. Those White Walkers did not do as well. No. <laughs> walkers who were white people. That's yeah. right. Yeah, the White Walkers. That's, that's what it means, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he goes in there and just gets his... But handed to him. him. Yeah, it, it absolutely. And he's there. He's leaning up against the tree. Brienne of Tarth is there. And she's all just like, holla, if you hear me, I vowed that I was going to get revenge for something you did previous season. Here I am. What's up now, B? Mm-hmm. And his response is just like, yep. Do your duty. It's a lot I could say, a lot I can do. I could beg for my life. I could tell you what I was thinking at the time. None of it matters. Well, at that point, he's already lost his whole family. Melisandre's, you know, he's he, clearly not going to be the king. No, he's given up. I mean, either he has, he's better to live on your feet than to, no, it's better to die on your feet than to live on your knees. There you go. Okay? There, there you it go. Is. If you say so. Well, that's that's what Stannis is saying. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, I think that the second year, half the men had left, and he found his wife is gone, and that Melisandre ran off. He's just like a prudent man would back away for this right now. Yeah, he should have backed... I mean, he should have been like, you know what? Let's go back to Castle Black and see if those wildlings ever came in. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I'd be down with that. Uh, no, he's too proud. He said, no, we're going. We already said we were going, and I'm a man of my word. What do I look like to the people if I just don't go? To me, I'm like, you look like a winner. <laughs> we got the schedule to keep, peoples. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so he goes anyway. He knows he's going to get killed. He knows he's going to get run. He's just going to put up the best fight that he can and at least go out like a king. So you think that Stannis still or had at that point thought I, he had no shot? Yes. I think he had a thought he had maybe I a 1% shot. I don't understand why he goes. I don't understand. Cuz you're saying there's a chance. 1%. He's a 1%er. Makes sense. 1% is not a good chance in war. It's it is not, not. It's not like he had a nuclear bomb. Uh 50% is not a good chance in war. Well, you want to fight the battles, you know you're going to win. That's how war works. Yeah, that's true. So then why, if Stannis is not a stupid man... Well, he's not stupid, but I think he'd given up at that point. He's like, we're dead, I'm dead, I'm dead inside, I have nothing yet left to live for, I might as well take my shot and die here, so at least my story can end with me dying in battle. I guess. And then Brienne whacks him But he still said we're going to do a siege in the morning, thinking, making me think he, was gonna, he thought he was going to... He was going to put up the best fight he knew how to. He's yeah. not going to half, half A it. Yeah, I don't know. I think he still thought he had a chance. I think he underestimated how many people were there. Oh, assuredly. But he also had double the people and horses, which would have made it a fair fight coming in. Maybe. Potentially, yeah. I mean, I those mean, guys are sitting there, you know, sleeping in their own beds and true. eating but, food, and these guys are starving. Yeah, but half those guys Thanks are... Thanks to Ramsey. Yeah, half these guys are mercenaries, though, and are used to a little bit of that. So it's not so abnormal right? for a hired sword to have to rough it I'm a little. I'm not saying it's not normal. I'm saying who's going to perform better in that situation? Uh, First of all, Stannis is not from the North. Home team always wins. Yeah, and the home team, they're at home, and they're eating homegrown food, and these guys are eating the horses that Ramsay murdered last week. That's right. So let's go on to the uh, least, my least interesting, the Arya, Arya Stark, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, this got good, though, this time. This week it got good. I guess. You know, the th- scene with the, the little girls and Marin Trant was really hard to watch. <laughs> it was really hard to watch. Mm-hmm. It was messed. You know what I was sitting there, but, but what I, when, it, when it was happening, though, I was sitting there going, oh, he's sitting there smacking Arya, and Arya's been getting smacked around by the Faithless Faces the trainer time. guy anyway. Well, he smacks the first two girls, and they're all like, ah! And he's like, yeah, I like it. And he yeah. smacks Arya, pretending to be somebody else, and she's all like, nope. He's like, oh, hold on a sec. Let me just wind up. Boom! He's like, She's like, nope. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, you other two, you got to go. I got I to gotta whip this girl. I got to get serious. Now I've got to get down to business. I'm a great warrior. Yeah. I can't make a little girl yelp. And then she murders the bejesus out of him. Oh, uh, she just... Stabs him in both eyes. Like, yeah, I... Knifes <laughs> him repeatedly. Uh, I got to say, I didn't think it was hard to watch. I thought that guy was getting what he deserved. Uh, but I, I'd say her murdering him was kind of hard to watch too. She was because she she's being trained the assassin's way to use poison to get in and get out without being seen. You only kill the people you're told to kill, and then she does the exact opposite on every single front. She tells him who she is. She 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 takes pleasure in torturing him before killing him, and he's not even the correct dude she's supposed to be killing. Well, she's been denied, you know, like she said. Some of the seven gods have taken away a lot of her list. It's true. And you, you mentioned that before. Who's there left to kill? So she was aware. And so, well, they go. she goes back to the, the many-faced home. Mm-hmm. And then dudesman, this was just weird. Maybe you can explain this to I, me. I cannot. Because, like, somebody has to die. And she's all like, oh, oh no, he's going to kill me. Because, you know, she isn't a faceless one. She is freaking Arya Stark, clearly. And then she turns around, and the dude drinks the poison himself and dies. And then becomes the chick behind her Arya. Like, I was like, what I, is I, happening? I, this is so weird. That was just confusing. Uh, I guess I'll just have to wait and see what, because it's just like really confusing. And now apparently he's not like, uh, he, he's not that person. It was just a beggar. I, I was super confused by all of this, and I'm sure it'll be announced. I think the point was that nobody is anybody. That's the thing. So if I kill myself, I'm not really killing myself. I'm just killing someone. I don't exist anyway. None of them exist. When you become one of these faithless people, you, faceless people, you don't exist anymore. It's sort of like an, uh, uh, the Garjulo O'Connell improv show where they each play, they, they create a stage with like a dozen characters and then flip back and forth between all the characters, each one playing both, and then just have scenes back and forth as it goes. It's a great show, by the way. If you're in L.A., you should check it out. Uh, however, uh, it's the same way with the many-faced men, right? This is the only way I'm going to process it in my head is if it's like an improv show I've seen. Uh, that doesn't make any sense to me, but if that helps you get through the night, then great. I couldn't sleep otherwise. <laughs> that happened. Then Arya's eyes burn out of her skull, and I'm just sitting there being like, I just have no, I don't get it. I do well, not I understand this. Burning out of her skull. She looked like she had been, her. she was blind. Looked like she had, like, cataracts in her eye. I don't know. To me, it looked like her eyeballs burned out of her skull. Like, uh, she, her face was becoming one of the many-faced faces. Could be. I mean, that's what I got out of it, but who even knows? Uh, let's see. Daenerys Targaryen. Her dragon is too broken down Khaleesi. to fly away. Khaleesi. So she ends up on some mountain somewhere. She's like, She's okay. like, hey, I know you're wounded. Fly. Yeah. Fly. Dragon's like, bleep you. You fly. Yeah, get off me. You're on my wound. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think you understand. Like, that dragon needs to sleep and eat a bunch of sheep. Yeah. That's all that dragon needs to do right now and, and recover for about, you know, 18 days. Yeah. Like, he needs to get himself out of the action and heal up. And Daenerys like, let's fly back now. No, I'm, I'm grievously injured. <laughs> that, was, we, that worked out well last time for you. Come on, get out of your deathbed, Grandma, and come run this marathon with me. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. So uh, she ends up just taking off on her own like a smart person would. Just The hills are alive with the sounds of Targaryen. Yeah. And uh, who finds her? Dothraki. The Dothraki. Well, she said, how far did we fly? Apparently pretty far. Pretty darn far. No wonder the dragon doesn't want to go back. He's like, we'd have to make a stop in Dallas. <laughs> If we're yeah. going to get back to Marin. Uh, yeah, so the Dothraki kidnapper, right? Like, they don't seem necessarily pleased to meet her, but, I mean, I don't think the Dothraki see her as their queen. Not anymore. Yeah, because she kind of, like, after Cal Drogo got whacked by her, I mean, she was doing him a mercy killing, but still, she killed him. She's not exactly the most uh, culturally respective uh, of women, the Dothraki people are. That's true. They're very misogynistic. Well, they're police. barbarians. It's a whole team of Conan the Barbarians. 
which not, not even much else to say there. It actually was kind of the, one of the least interesting parts, except for the cool dragon. And just when we think Jamie Lannister has brokered peace with the people of Dorne, they agree, go ahead and take the kids, take them back, we, we follow our king. And that guy's a good leader, the guy in Dorne in the wheelchair, Professor Xavier. He is a really good leader, I think. Uh, is he? He's a bad judge of character, apparently. I don't think so. I trust Jamie Lannister. Uh, no, he... he... Let happen what happened under his watch. Well, that was dumb. But he also, yeah. he thought that, um, I mean, he thought he could trust the mother of the Sand Snakes uh, because she kissed the ring. She was crying. She seemed all right. But, like, when they're leaving and Marcella Lannister is, uh, she, like, reaches out and makes out with her. And did every single person watching it just be like, poison. She, out her. she kissed, her, kissed her on the lips, but I thought immediately, oh, she's being poisoned. That's poison, yo. That is straight up 1960s James Bond level poison. Mm-hmm. And so they get on the boat, and then finally Jamie Lannister tells Marcella, he's like, I'm your dad, and she's like, I've known you were my dad the whole time, and I think that's great. I mean, hey, you're a good dude. Huzzah, they have a father-daughter moment that lasts, what, two seconds? Mm-hmm. She starts bleeding out the nose, and then she dies right there in his arms five seconds later. Yep. Now, this is the question we were talking about before. Now, I think you should turn the boat around immediately. Turn the boat around and you know something king, happened. Like, yeah. You know they use poison. Yep. You knew something happened. I turned the boat around right away, but some people are telling me, like, no, it's too late. It's like, what do you mean too late? He's 10 feet off the shore. Yeah. It would be nothing for him to turn that boat around. Turn around so what's-her-name can be punished, because clearly she poisoned him. So very clearly, right? But I guess the other thought was, that, well, he's got their kid, too, except it's not her kid. It's the king's kid. Not the yeah. king, but the, the leader of Dorne. It's his kid. Well, maybe that's true. They don't know what they're walking into if they go back. If they take the Tristan, the king's kid, then they can tell the king, hey, your girl was murdered. You need to take care of something before you get your son back. Or maybe they flip him to becoming like, uh, friendly with the Lannisters because uh, they just killed his wife that he enjoyed so much. That's true. In the bonds of matrimonious love. Mm-hmm. Those kids. Mm-hmm. But that was it. kind of interesting. Like a really sweet, tender moment. Because this Game of Thrones, though, immediately ruined by death. Yeah, I thought when they were saying this, I was like, oh, I guess she is poisoned. She's about to die. <laughs> One leads to the Correct. other. And, uh, which then leads us to Sansa and Reek up on the parapets. Sansa and Reed. She puts the candle in the window literally like five seconds after Brienne of Tarth stops looking. Yes. Oh. That's clearly like the apothecary and, you know, Romeo and Juliet. Yep. Any kind of missed uh, misconnections. Hi, misconnections on Craigslist. Me, leaving a, t- me leaving a candle in the Tower of Winterfell. You, supposed to come help me. What happened? <laughs> Where were you? You know, it reminded me actually of the secret to um, comedy. timing hmm. actually i thought the secret to comedy was timing i think you're right <laughs> so uh speaking of timing reek decides to become theon Greyjoy again to the crazy kennel master's daughters holding a bow at, at sansa was she gonna shoot her in the uterus was i seeing that correctly no i think she said all he needs is her uterus so i thought you that's know, why he was she was gonna could, shoot him she could shoot her anywhere except the uterus oh i see they needed to have a little couple, you know, Stark babies. Have the Stark babies, Stark Bolton babies. I don't, I don't think Sansa you think wants they that. Hyphenate their names in. Uh... No, <laughs> not even a little bit. Do I think that <laughs> Sansa but, Stark hyphen Bolton? But uh, Reek goes full Theon, shoves the chick off the parapet, and she thumps grossly. Oh, she she hits the ground messily. She needs a doctor, Doctor Pepper. <laughs> So those, those two, they jump off of the other side of the castle walls into what? 
That was a big jump right there. Was there like a big, like one of those stuntman mattresses underneath I, it I think, in real life I that think, I don't know about? I think they think they're going to jump into the snow and it's going to cushion their fall. Oh, yeah, because snow, that'll cushion everything. That's why nobody, if nobody ever dies in an avalanche. Well, that's different. That's because they're getting. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but it's, <laughs> jumping into a pile of snow is not the same as an avalanche. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which leads us to the last two points. I saved the b- most important two for last. Cersei mm. Lannister, the public shaming. The public shaming. And I knew right away, like as soon as they were just because I remembered earlier in the se- se- season in the series season there we go uh that jonathan price made that one uh, uh the priest uh, who was diddling around mm-hmm. made him get naked and walked him through the streets as people were shouting and throwing things at him yeah so as soon as uh, she repented and he's like well you got to do your repentance immediately in my brain i'm like oh no she's gonna get the nakers treatment yep she's gonna go straight nakers mark she got the stonecutters treatment from the simpsons <laughs> it was i'll be honest with you i do not much care for cersei lannister i wanted to see her get hers mm-hmm I felt terrible for her. Like that was really hard to watch. Surprisingly, I mean, especially given it was a naked chick. It was bad though, but I think she had every bit of that coming. She did. She's been horrible to that whole city, to all of the for above years, holding herself in such high esteem. You know, metaphorically spitting on the people. I think they got, you know, she had to walk naked for 10 minutes. She had to walk naked for 10 minutes while they were hocking loogies at her face hey. and throwing, like, doo-doo at her. Like, she got poop thrown at her. Yeah, and there was sort of this, like, ritualistic thing where she collapsed and then had to get back up again. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to draw too heavy a parallel to the the, well, the passion here. The difference but... is, you know, Jesus, from all accounts, a good dude. I mean, one would Seriously, say. He's not. One would say maybe he didn't have it coming. Yeah. She might. But it was kind of weird. Like she was all covered in just like I don't even know what half but that film was. At the end of that scene, we get to see oh. Frankenstein. Oh, Zombie Mountain. Zombie Mountain. The Zombo. Frankenstein Mountain. That was so rad. He's wearing that helmet. Yeah. With like the Jason Voorhees, like you know, a face thing. Where you can just see his eyes. We can see there's something really jacked up yes. happening behind it. How cool! And she, she's so. Uh, if I see him, she's like, uh, "Can somebody else carry me? I, I don't like this guy with the radioactive eyes." You know, I'm not gonna lie. At that point, uh, I think she's happy that anybody's carrying her at all. Yeah. I don't think beggars can be choosers at that point. Um, I would say though that Cersei's not a tiny, tiny person, really. I mean, she, she doesn't come across that on the show. But compared to the mountain, yeah, Zombie Mountain, she was like a baby child in his arms. <sighs> mountain that is huge. So uh, would you say that she went to go tell it on the mountain? No. Over the hills and everywhere? You know, I thought of uh, making that really bad pun, and I thought better of it. I'm glad you did it, though. Well, Brent, we all make mistakes. (laughs) Sorry I beat you to it. (laughs) No, no, no. You didn't beat me to it. No, I beat you to the mistake. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I decided not to do it. (laughs) Oh, my gracious. So uh, that takes us to, of course, the very end of the show. Jen Snee. John Snee. Jen Snee. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you steal people's timepieces, and other people do not like it, which is why they all kept stabbing him, saying, for the watch. For the watch. Because clearly he stole someone's timepiece. Shouldn't have stolen that Rolex. That's right. For the watch. 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 And then there was the little kid is the one to finish him off? Oh, yeah. That was miserable. You know what? And you know what that little kid thought that was? He thought it was sweet, sweet, sweet justice. justice. He was a little torn about it, though. Yeah. He didn't want, necessarily want to be the one to do it, and then he totally was the one to do it. And they, but uh, to be fair, though, does Jon Snow, what happened to all of Jon Snow's friends? He still had some friends at the castle. He got over half the vote. 
After he sent Porky Pie away, I mean, like, there was a big yeah. sign that got erected that said traitor, and all of his enemies started gathering around uh, it. Think, Nobody thought to get to Jon Snow think, and be like, hey, dog. I think all those other people, they just said, I think they excluded them and said, hey, we're going to do this. You know, we're going to get Jon Snow to come off by himself. And the other guys don't know about it, probably. And what, where the F was his wolf at this point? Oh, it's good enough to save, it's good enough to save Piggy Boy, but it's not good enough to save freaking Jon Snow from murder? To be fair, he, I think he thought he was going to get eat Piggy Boy. Uh, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah I of, hadn't considered that. Yeah, got a lot of good marbling on his meat there. You know? <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh, soft veal. Mmm, mm, chops. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I just don't think this could possibly be actually the end. I mean, there's so many weird things happening, right? Uh, we got the whole work thing with with Bran, who's his half brother. Yep. So you think something might happen there? It, it's not a coincidence that he's the one that still has the direwolf still alive. Yep. Uh, also, Melisandre yeah. just happened to show yeah, up. Melisandre showed up, but what does she do? Oh, she does dark arts stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So, I mean, I I think people are upset about Jon Snow. I was very Jon upset. Snoo! I was very upset that we but lost. But I think he's going to come back. But but what if he comes back as some weird like <laughs> like the mountain? Oh my gosh! Please do zombie Snoo. I don't know. I'd love that. But the way, even the way they framed it and the way he died and the way the blood ran out, at the, the very last framing of it, mm-hmm. didn't that just feel like a cliffhanger that would have been revealed next episode? Yeah. Like, like he is absolutely not dead? Yeah. They really left you thinking he's not really dead. Well, he got gutted, literally. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. He's bleeding everywhere, like a stuck pig. Yep. Like a stuff, stuck piggy pie. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Maybe... See what uh, happens. I mean... Melisandre uh, saves him. Maybe he saves himself by warging into the wolf. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I mean, this is all conjecture. Yeah. That's but, the good thing about this, Ray, is since we haven't finished the books ourselves, you haven't read any of them. Nope. And I've read two and a half of them, yep. so I'm not caught up either. No one else anymore can be like, I knew that was going to happen. Oh, oh, I've been holding this information for three years. I'm clearly better than you and also not a hipster, I promise. I, is that who's telling you these things? Like 70-year-old people from that it live is. in the village in New York? That is correct. Interesting. Yeah, that's <laughs> my only source of Facebook information. Uh, you know, more depressing than Jon Snow getting it, though? We have to find a new show to talk about now. No, we don't. We don't. True Detective. Oh, is that coming back already? Comes back. And remember our buddy, Riley, Riley Smith. Smith. We got to try to get him oh, back we'll on the show. Oh, we'll get him back on the show. We can talk about sure. some True Detective. Yeah. So anyway, well, that's it. We're going to wrap up the show after three seconds of The Ultimate Warrior. All right, Ray. So I know we're trying to have a fun show here. A show filled with mirth and joy? Yes. Okay. Uh, but I I have to mention the sad thing that happened today. So something sad happened? Yeah. I've been out and about all day, so I hadn't heard anything it's about literally it. literally a death. Oh, my God. Yeah. Johnny Mansell. Johnny Mansell's dead? Oh, n- no. Uh, oh. He, but he said that the, the he's not doing the money sign anymore. That's dead. The money sign is dead. So could we just do like maybe three minutes of silence? No, uh, just starting right. No, let's, let's just start on my count. Three. Let's, let's not do that at all. Two, one. That's how you kill radio. Silence uh, for for Johnny for the money sign. But this doesn't make me sad at all. I'm excited that he's not. Hold, hold on, do, we have to do the three minutes. We we really don't <clears throat> have to. Three, two, one. Silence. Let's. Not. You're messing it up. Yes, because three, three two, minutes, of, three seconds of silence kills radio. Oh, five minutes is that better? Is oh that my a normal? God. Three, two, one, silence. No.
I'm not letting you hijack the show like this. All so, right, guys, you hear it. I, I'm trying to be respectful to the money sign being dead, and Ray will not allow me to do that. Tell so. you what, why don't you have three minutes of silence, and I'll give him our contact information. How's okay. that sound? All right. Okay, fair enough. Ready? Count it down. Three, two, one, silence. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to the show. You will not uh, you be can always... money sign at all anymore, you guys. Where's your silence? Be silent. Oh, I thought I, was, I would give like a little eulogy. During the Do you silence. want to give so you, during the silence part? I'll give a eulogy. Would you like to just give a eulogy right now? No, I just do it during the silence part. Well, I'm going to be giving our contact information okay. during the silence part. Three, two, one. Silence. So you can check us out on iTunes as well as Stitcher so we Radio. We'll never be seeing the money sign anymore. <laughs> I swear to God, what's wrong with you? In any case, there's a lot of good contact information to where you can find us. Uh, I am at Almighty Ray on Twitter. And I bet Scoops Pope. Oh, you're done with the bit now? <laughs> or you can check out the show at Ray Brent Podcast. You can email us, raybrentpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash raybrentpodcast or raybrentpodcast.com. Notice the theme with that. I did. We have people we need to thank this week. We have to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The Trainwrecks. Got to thank the Trainwrecks. We got to thank Jordan Monsell. Monsell, me some art. He made our logo, and you got to go to Silhouettes by Jordan on the Facebox. I had lunch with Jordan the other day. How'd that go? It was awesome. It's a pretty cool dude. Yeah. I like that guy. Uh, we also got to thank our intrepid producer, David Knoll, for right. producing. David Knoll. Nothing else you want to add? Dino! Thank you. There it is. I, nobody calls him Dino. <laughs> nobody at all. I do. You're the only one. Well, then that's not, I'm not nobody. There's something very... Well, I ain't nobody, punk. Yeah, something very philosophical happening right there. Uh, anybody you want to thank, uh, Brent, before we get out of here? Uh... I'd like to thank Steph Curry and those Golden State yeah. Warriors. Yeah, you would. And also Eric Hosmer for being Miggy's daddy. Boy. I'm going to start cursing, so let's go ahead and get out of here, everybody. Good night. Peace. R.I.P. Johnny Manziel's. You're going to have to drag me out in chains. You're going to have to drag me out in chains. You're going to have to drag me You always get what you wanted